Welcome to the Ether. Today's Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces, featuring Stash App, chatting about the stash of the day. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Secret Spaces. This is the November 1st edition, our first of edition of November. So we're going to kick off here in just a sec. Today, we're featuring the Stash App team. And as always, we have some folks here from the foundation as well. We're going to let the room fill up a little bit. Please share this link around a little bit. We have a lot to go through today because today is the first day of Stash of the Day, which went live about an hour ago. We'll get into exactly what that means, what those are, and how you can get involved. But please do us a favor. Share this link around to your communities. Just see if we can't pack the room here for the Stash team and for all the amazing creators in the secret ecosystem. If you've been curious about secret NFTs, if you've been curious about Stash, this is an awesome day for you. There's other big news from around the secret ecosystem today as well, as the Shade team just released some new information. You can go check them out, Shade Protocol on Twitter, Shade underscore protocol. And you'll see they've released some new information about ShadeSwap. So check that all out. But thanks for hanging out with us here. We'll get started in just a sec as soon as all the announcements are out and as soon as we get this link shared around. You'll also notice there's a pinned tweet here. So check that out. Patrick just pinned it for us. Share that tweet. It includes a link to the spaces so that you can get your friends into this room with us. But then also there's a link to today's secret spaces badge so not only can you be claiming the stash of the day badge you can be claiming the secret spaces badge like we do for every secret spaces we'll uh, reveal the claim code in just a moment but i should point out if you're thinking about claiming the stash of the day badge that doesn't require a claim code you just need to show up every 24 hours a new freedom and badge so we'll get into what that means in just a second we'll kick off let's say in a minute Give a little more time for people to come and discover the room since we just got our announcements out. But please, please do share the link around. Super excited to kick off in just a sec. All right, well, let's get started. We're five minutes after the hour. This is Secret Spaces. We do these every week, every Tuesday. We feature teams, builders, creators, thinkers from around the secret ecosystem, privacy passionate people, people building cool stuff. This week, after we've been on, I think, a little bit of a, a DeFi kick, we've been getting back into the metaverse lately. So today, we're featuring the Stash App team. And we're going to be talking about Stash of the Day, which is running all month in November and also features a chance for people to win their share of $10,000 just for claiming badges. So let's get into that in just a second. I've invited a lot of the members of the Stash team here up on stage. And we also have 
uh, a team here. I've been trying to invite them up here. So if they want to request, they can, but I've been trying to send an invite. Uh, we've got the raccoons who are featured in the very first stash of the day badge. Uh, so let's get them up here. Perfect. And let's get started. So we'll get started with guest intros. And once we get through our guest intros, I will drop the claim code for today's Secret Spaces badge, which is also free to claim. Uh, but when you're busy doing that, you may as well go and check out the Stash homepage. That's where you're going to be able to claim the Stash of the Day. So we'll talk about how Stash uses Secret Network, what Secret NFTs are, how the platform has evolved. We'll get through all of that. We've got the perfect people up here on stage to help us explore that. And so to start with, let's do first intros from the Stash team, and I'll go last. Uh, and then we'll pass it over to Raccoons to also do a quick intro before getting into the meat. So let me pass it first to the Stash account. Hello. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm the Stash account today. Uh, so you people probably already met me. Uh, I'm Ollie or Scary Looking. Um, and yeah, Stash is uh, the secret uh, NFT marketplace. Um, we just launched a load of really cool stuff and we're looking forward to sharing it all with you today. Do I get to pick who's next? You yes, you do. You get to you get to point. Oh, go on, I will point to Badric. All right, thank you, Ollie. Um, basically, I'm Badric, um, one of the early uh, community devs on Secret Network. Uh, did some work on stuff like the uh, SNP twenty uh, reference implementation and specification. Um, various uh, dev toolkit packages, stuff like that, and uh, probably one of them most known for at the moment at least is uh uh creating the uh secret nft uh specification and reference implementation and i also have basically done all the all the contract dev so the stuff that runs on chain to make uh stash work under the hood who are you making speak next uh is, is that a <laughs> Are we are we daisy chaining it? Is it now my choice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, I'm going. I'm going next. I'm going next. So, hi, my name is Clipart, and I'm uh, one of the developers of Stash. Um, I take care of the app part and everything you see, while Bedrick takes um, part of everything contract-wise. So we basically invented secret NFTs. And I'm just here doing UI for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited about today because we, we've been trying to find the right way to promote badges and what they can do for a couple of months now. And um, that's why we decided to have this uh, initiative. Um, and I just hope that people find it useful. Uh, of other product metadata part of things and uh, free to claims so you could uh, do giveaways or airdrops stuff like that right and yep all right keep passing let's go to let's go to liquid and then casual G'day, people. Uh, MC Liquid here. You might know me from our other project, uh, the DJs of DGen, which we launched on Stash, uh, I guess, a few months ago now. Uh, recently joined the Stash team to help with strategy and user growth and uh, helping kick off Stash of the Day. 
Uh, excited to talk more about it. Hey, everyone. Casual Shrimp here. It's nice to uh, see everyone here. I joined a couple months back. I help out support creators and collectors here at Stash um, and Discord a lot. And it's been great interacting with everyone there. Um, really looking forward to connecting with all of the new people that I have yet to meet. And um, and um, really appreciate you all for being here today. Thank you. Well, that's everyone on Stash team but myself. So this is Tor from the Secret Network official account. Um, I'm at Secret Foundation, but I'm also a member of the Stash team. Uh, and I've been helping scale the platform, scale adoption, scale the business of Stash since last year, late last year when the platform went live. We'll get into the whole history of the platform in just a little bit. Uh, but it, it's a joy to be able to work with all these people on a regular basis and to watch them scale all these amazing features and build out our artist community. I think this is the first time I think we finally feel like the platform has reached a very good stage of maturity and we're finally comfortable making a big push on the artist and community side, not only through the rest of this year, but well into 2023 as well. Um, sometimes NFT bear markets hit us all, but it doesn't impact that creators want to create. And I think that Stash has provided the best in class platform for just that. And in fact, we have a little bit of alpha to share, not just about Stash of the day, but a little bit later on, we're going to be revealing something else that's coming in the month of November. Um, before we do that, though, let's get a quick intro from the Raccoons team as well. And then I'm going to reveal today's claim code for Secret Spaces. But go ahead, Raccoons. Hi, guys. Um, thanks a lot uh, for inviting us today. Very happy to be here and also be part of uh, the stash of the day. So basically, Raccoon Supply started as uh, an NFT collection on Secret. It's basically uh, AI-generated art. But uh, now it is actually uh, the Raccoon NFT DAO, which owns a gambling platform that is currently uh, on Juno, but we plan on expanding on Secret as well. And so far, uh, we've been exploring Secret to create uh, our first game, which uh, we wanted to be uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, just to start it pretty easy. And then we want to go further and push it to Blackjack. And we also developed the other contract for uh, our NFT holders to basically claim their share of the revenues of the gambling platform. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty much it. Amazing. Well, awesome to have you here. Awesome that you're a part of the secret community. Uh, like I said, we're, we're going to be placing a very large focus. We have a lot of things that are launching over the next months for communities on secret. I do believe that privacy is, is absolutely essential if you're trying to do things like DAOs, if you're trying to do things like um, content creation and sharing, subscription products, all the things that are going to underlie Web3. Secret's an amazing foundation for that. Now it's just a matter of scaling that user base and that comes with scaling our creator base. So thank you for being a part of the ecosystem and thanks for showing a path forward for the platform. With all that said, we're 13 minutes in. You've all been very patient. So it's time to share today's claim code for the Secret Spaces Secret Badge. No relation to the stash of the day, but today's Secret Badge for the Secret Spaces does have a claim code and that claim code is, and it may not surprise you, stash of the day. But you got to make sure you spell it right. S-T-A-S-H-H of the day is today's claim code. All capital letters, all one word. You can put that in for your claim code. Prove that you were here on today's Secret Spaces. This is a special Secret Spaces badge because it's coming out on the very same day as the very first Stash of the Day badge. So pretty cool to collect both of them in one day, if you ask me. 
Go and take care of that right now. Again, you can see the pins tweet here in the space. Click through, claim your badge, and uh, just make sure you do it before they expire. So with all that said, uh, I think it's time to get into what Stash is. Um, so we'll talk about what Stash is and what secret NFTs are. We'll go into a little bit of the history of the platform, and then we'll start talking about Stash of the Day specifically. Uh, so I'll start off uh, just talking about what Stash even is. Stash is a secret app, first and foremost. We leverage a lot of the features of secret network, meaning this whole privacy by default idea. And privacy by default doesn't mean that things can't be public. It just means we've built a foundation where anything can be private. And that makes secret network different from any chain like Ethereum, a chain like um, Solana, Juno, really any chain, any blockchain, because we're the first layer one blockchain that has managed to create private by default smart contracts that have encrypted state. You can have encrypted inputs and outputs, encrypted metadata for NFTs. That's a really powerful primitive that Stash has leveraged to create a marketplace, although much more than a marketplace now, but an entire platform for non-fungible tokens that have privacy by default. And if you want to turn that more into like web 2.0 language, what you're looking at is uh, a marketplace for things like exclusive content or a marketplace where you have fully customizable profiles, uh, where you can have unique digital collectibles that you can put up for sale on private auctions. And all of this is decentralized. We're not relying on centralized servers for securing things like private metadata. All of this is being mediated by the blockchain itself, meaning that assets you buy on Stash, that you create on Stash, you know can be used anywhere else on Secret Network and beyond. Uh, you don't have to worry that the platform is somehow going to take it away from you, that your exclusive content is going to be revoked. So it is more like true ownership. Uh, than really any other platform. That's what secret NFTs give you. And Stash is just trying to be the very best platform for creating and minting and exploring and discovering this type of NFT, this type of digital collectible that we see as being much more sustainable, much more powerful than anything else that's being tried in the NFT space. And it's very early days, even though the platform has been live for quite a while. But we know we're early. Um, just like OpenSea was early in 2018 when they were really just seen as like a crypto kitties platform. And everybody was like, why is anybody going to use this if I'm only going to trade digital cats? Well, obviously they knew and we know that NFTs are much more and can be and will be so much more than they are today. But we do think that privacy by default is the feature that unlocks all that power. So with that said, that's what Stash is. Uh, let's talk a little bit about secret NFTs and how they got created. And for that, I'm going to pass it over to Badrick, who's really responsible for the creation of secret NFTs. So Badrick, tell, tell us a little bit about how you got started even building secret NFTs and, and how that turned into Stash. Uh, sure. Um, basically, that started because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I was one of the early community devs. And because uh, one of the things I was just kind of uh, contributing some PRs to happened to be the uh, SNP20 uh, reference implementation, which uh, SNP20 is basically the uh, fungible token uh, specification and uh, implementation on Secret Network. So um, just having, uh, I guess, uh, wet my feet, if you will, on, uh, on tokens in general, um, when uh, uh, you know, ba basically, I started doing some some dev on 
things that use the SNP20s. So uh, like one of the early, uh, I think, hackathon projects was like the uh, OTC uh, sealed bid auctions for SNP20s. And while doing that, I you know immediately felt that basically uh, the secret swap, which was going to be released in, say, another month or two after the hackathon, would most likely have all the volume for SNP20s. But I immediately saw the potential of a marketplace for uh, the uh, equivalent of an ERC721 on secret network. And so, so really, that was all just kind of, uh, I guess, a, uh, a precursor to what would later become Stash and also like what would later become the SNP721 standard. And so just because of my interest in that, that's why that's basically what led me to create uh, SNP721, um, also known as Secret NFTs. And uh, I guess in general, uh, a brief description of what that really is. Um, so Secret NFTs uh, or SNP721s are based off of Cosmwasm uh, NFT specification, which in turn is based off of the ERC 721 specification. And the main difference is that, uh, you know, because this is on secret network and we can leverage the uh, privacy that secret network provides, um, you have the ability to have private ownership and as well as private metadata, which just wasn't possible on any other chain. And so um, private ownership is pretty obvious as to, uh, what benefits that has. But as far as private metadata, um, some of the things that that allows you to do, for example, would be like, uh, uh, like uh, oh, it was mentioned a little bit earlier by Tor, uh, you could have exclusive content. So like an example of that would be, let's say you were uh, producing music NFTs. Um, you know, you, uh, if, if everything was public, it's a little bit harder to sell if you're giving away your entire song because it's all public. Whereas what you could do here is you could just, you know, give a couple second sample so people have an idea of what they're buying, but they actually don't get to unlock and reveal the entire song until they purchase it. Um, you know, same thing applies for, uh, you know, a, uh, I guess an adult creator could have a uh, suitable for work uh, public image and a not suitable for work private image that doesn't get unlocked until until someone actually purchases the nft um it also has great use cases for gaming like if you were creating a, a card game and wanted to have uh, hidden abilities that are only uh revealed to the owner and also to the game of course and uh and then also of course you know more i guess more uh Fundamental things is that, like when you think of NFTs, really it's just a specification to encapsulate data in a standardized way of being processed. So that being the case, you really can think of okay, any data that you would want to keep private, um, and perhaps wrap it in an envelope that could be usable on multiple platforms, is something that you could utilize a secret NFT to do. So, you know, that introduces things like uh, maybe you have sensitive info that you want to use for like identity authorization or something like that, that, you know, perhaps one platform is creating the, the, the ID pass, if you will, 
but other platforms can just plug in and use that. So that, those are some of the benefits of, of having uh, you know, this privacy-capable uh, uh, NFT that just wasn't available on, on other blockchains. Um, so uh, obviously, uh, after creating the specification and the implementation for secret NFTs, um, you, know, you really can't have a, a, an NFT ecosystem without a marketplace. So that was the you know, first and foremost, uh, I guess, project that I took on afterwards was just building the contracts uh, to enable a, a secret NFT marketplace, which we all now know is named Stash. <laughs> and, um, and basically uh, coming together with a great team. I uh, don't know if we're going to, who we're going to pass it on to next, but I think Clipart's probably a, a good candidate since uh, he <laughs> basically built everything that is the UI and everything that you see. That, I agree. Uh, That's a good place to go. And I was going to go, I was going to take us back in time, maybe, maybe to the, to the mainnet launch, you know, clip art, if you want to talk about the, the mainnet launch of stash and just some of the features that have been built for stash along the way, you know, everything from auctions to gumballs. And I, I think it's really useful to go over the whole, the whole arc of history. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, just, just to start with the mainnet. Uh, <laughs> the mainnet launch was uh, a bit rough, like every mainnet, <laughs> mainnet launches. Um, but it went okay. And um, on uh, on the first day, we had a buy and sell NFT feature, um, and that's about it, honestly. Um, and then we just kept growing the features over time. Um, we basically did one year, uh, a one year anniversary, like two days ago or something like that. Um, so, um, in between this time, uh, we had a couple of features, obviously. Um, one of the few is, uh, auctions, um, a gamble machine, which is basically a way for you to, uh, as a creator create um not a lottery but something that uh, speeds out random nfts that you created so uh, this is a pretty cool way to do um primary sales right uh, if you want to do a 10k collection you put all the 10k nfts in that gumball machine uh at a price you can add a pre-sale price uh whitelisted addresses um, and go live with it. Once people click buy, they will get one of the 10,000 NFTs uh, randomly. Um, so we also have, since everything is private by default, um, and you can opt in to show what NFTs you want or to show a specific user what NFTs you want, uh, we also have that, that feature where you could um, basically show the creator that you now own one of the NFTs that uh, he created. Um, and allowing him to know this, he can now give airdrops, um, giveaways, or some context, some context um, 
to the to the owners that uh, have their NFT. Um, so that's uh, a pretty cool way to uh, give out prices and stuff, right? So, and as a creator, all you need to do is just navigate to the manage collection and print out the lists um, to uh, of users that allowed you uh, to know what uh, NFTs they own. Um, so, more. I want to talk a bit about what's coming next. That's probably a Tor's uh, thing to do. <laughs> but um, we were about to launch uh, yeah, some other features that were very much requested since day one. Um, and obviously, we don't. It's a pretty consuming work to try to navigate through the old secret uh, network um, difference from any other marketplace, like the private metadata, the private ownership, like the, f the user flow in general feels a lot more different than other marketplaces where everything is public. So the features may take more time than expected, but uh, I mean, I'm pretty uh, proud of uh, what you already built in uh, one year and um, what we already um, have uh, planned to the future right so um but yeah i don't think i'm missing any other feature or probably i am there's a lot more stuff well not uh nft related but as a um, social marketplace in general you can link your discord uh, get achievements by doing stuff. Um, for instance, uh, for the stats of the day, you have uh, three achievements to get, or four. Uh, the first one being claiming any badge, but that doesn't require to be a stash of the day badge. Uh, it, it's just basically any badge created on the marketplace. Uh, and the other three achievements, which are directly linked to the stash of the day event, are... Um, I don't really remember the names, but I think it's Hookie Claimer, where you need to claim three badges of the day and you get a Discord hole um, where you can opt in to show that Discord hole on our Discord server, obviously. So everything starts as uh, private by default, uh, but uh, all you need to do is just opt in to show that Discord hole. Um, and then uh, the second achievement is Pro Claimer, which is 10 claims, I think. And the third one is the gen, which is 15 claims. Um, and uh, yeah, it gives, gives you a Discord hole and also gives you stash gems where they can also, right now, they can't be used much for normal users, only creators, uh, where uh, a creator needs to have a stash gems. So he allows. Uh, the claimers to claim for free um, but uh, for normal users people that are here just claiming and buying nfts or not creating anything um, they have a special feature that's coming soon um, where we are going to do special stash auctions uh, that are only biddable uh, with the stash gems 
uh, rewarded stash gems, I may add. So you can't really buy stash gems to bid. Uh, you can only bid with uh, the rewarded gems you got from winning achievements or claiming uh, stuff or validating with us. Now, that's another thing. We have a validator um, where you can get uh, stash gems for, for validating with us. Um, and yeah, so basically that special stash auction is going to be for uh, blue sheep NFTs, if you want to call it. Um, and uh, yeah, we will choose one randomly each week and have people uh, bid on it. Whoever bids uh, biased gets the NFT, basically, for 24 hours. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's the social aspect of the marketplace in general. Um, and we are trying to push that as well because we we more, I think we pivot a little bit from a general marketplace where you can buy, sell, auction and offer uh, and be more of um, a social platform on top of that. Um, just because the private metadata aspect of, uh, of the NFT is actually allowed to um, create content a little bit different from everything else. Right, um, where you can giveaways and stuff like that, and only people, uh, only people that have certain NFTs have um, a piece of data uh, that is only accessible uh, to them. So it's uh, yeah, that's why we are trying to push the social aspect of it. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of what we yeah. already did. There's an inherent social aspect to every marketplace. This is something we talk a lot about at Stash, which is if you are trying to have creators and you're trying to have collectors, that's already social. You know, Twitter is social because somebody creates something and a lot of people read it. Facebook is the same. Instagram is the same. We call all of these social platforms. And the way that we see Stash is like it's a great place not only to create, but also to collect. The marketplace is really just a marketplace of art, a marketplace of ideas. And privacy is essential to that. And, and Stash is a platform where you really have incredible creator tools, more on that in a moment, but also great tools for collectors. There's just that much more flexibility. So I think really every marketplace is and should think about itself as a social platform. I just don't think that every marketplace has necessarily thought about it that way. Uh, and so therefore they end up prioritizing the financial aspects of the platform a little bit more, which works really well in a bull market at zero rates, um, but is not terribly sustainable in a bear market where people do still want to create and collect and connect, but they might not be able to make 100x their money. Um, and something else we've noticed, of course, is that in other L1 ecosystems where there's a lot of old money, so to speak, like people who are holding a lot of ETH who go way back, you know, they have a lot of latent potential energy in the capital that exists there. So people are willing to gamble and speculate with that capital. But what happens is you just get whale groups. So a lot of these NFT ecosystems on other networks are run by a bunch of very rich people who essentially have a cabal that decides what art gets popular and when. And when you're building something like secret NFTs, it's not really interesting to try to compete with that because those people are not going to leave the network where they have the most market power, where they can already force things to be popular just by virtue of making them expensive. It's much more interesting to build communities of artists who have not had platforms, 
and give them a platform and give them an audience and the ability to build an audience, public or private, uh, that values their work and create those valuable connections. That's definitely how we see Stash. That's definitely how we see the value of privacy in underlying platforms like that. And it's exciting to see the community forming where they feel exactly the same way. Now it's just up to us to help build a lot of the tools that they're going to use. So thank you for the overview. I think with that, we're ready to jump directly into Stash of the Day and the thinking around Stash of the Day. So what is Stash of the Day? All Stash of the Day is, is a campaign to introduce people to features that already existed on Stash, but that maybe not everybody was using or familiar with. It, it's a way to get people passionate again about some of the features that are possible on the platform. And it's running for an entire month, just so we have enough time to feature as many people as we want, not just inside the secret ecosystem, but all around it. Uh, if you want to learn more about Stash of the Day, while I'm talking also, Patrick has just pinned the Stash of the Day tweet here from the Stash account. You can click through it. You can see the blog post with the announcement. You can learn more about how to claim the Stash of the Day badge and what it could mean for you, how you can unlock roles and gems and awards and things like that. Um, but the most important thing about this is that we're doing it every single day. Daily engagement is critical, especially when you start to think about marketplaces and Stash in particular as a social platform. You want to be places where you're going to show up every day. You know everybody else is showing up every day. There's things to talk about. There's things to build, things to discuss. That's what creates a passionate community. And we want Stash to be a place where that can happen. Again, a lot of marketplaces don't think about themselves as communities. They think about themselves as commodities. You're going and you're just trying to find a good price, right? It's uh, Craigslist might not think of itself as a social platform, but you know that if you need to go buy something, I'm, I'm making a very US-centric analogy right now, but Craigslist is basically a site where you can go and everything is for sale and there's lots of buyers. It's just a very uh, broad and, and engaging marketplace, but it's not a social platform. But social platforms are, are really the key. And I do believe that the next wave of Web3 adoption will come through alternative Web3 native social platforms. We're starting to see this with you know, Twitter now being owned by Elon Musk and all of these questions. About what, so what we're doing with Stash of the Day is we are trying to allow anybody to come and claim their very first badge, engage with the platform uh, every single day featuring a new creator from any ecosystem, and it's a free-to-mint badge. You don't have to pay something just to show up because you don't have to pay something just to show up to most social platforms. You come, you go, you claim the badge, you get to unlock the private metadata. And in doing so, you get this really cool experience where something that was private is now made public, but only to you. So you're in on a secret. So for example, with today's stash of the day, there's the public metadata, of the badge, but you'll notice the public metadata is kind of dark, kind of dim. If you claim the badge, you will then unlock the private metadata. And now you're really getting the full experience of owning that badge. It's something that's known to you. Uh, that badge can be something that you choose to display publicly if you choose to put it on your public stash profile, or it's something you can own completely privately and you can still use it uh, for utility if you want to be part of a community, if you want to use it to log into some application and prove ownership, prove support of this particular thing. That's what a secret badge allows you to do. So the stash of the day uh, is just every single day, we're going to partner with an artist, a collection, a creator, launch something that features their work. And you, the community, 
get to uh, come enjoy that and uh, have it on your profile or not, but always be able to get at the private metadata that's inside. You get to talk about that artist. You get to experience what it's like to be collecting and not be told, you know, you have to pay $10,000 to collect this thing. It's valuable because it's only available for a day. It's valuable because there's something private inside that not everybody gets to see, only the owners. Uh, it's not valuable because you had to already be rich to get it. And we're going to do that every single day. The incentive for this, not just what I said, but there's also some extrinsic incentives here. We're pretty excited to be doing a large giveaway over the course of the month. So just in case it wasn't interesting enough to you already, we are giving away a share of $10,000 just for claiming these Freedom Mint badges. So imagine if you could get you know, your share of $10,000 just for showing up and tweeting. It's kind of the same thing. In this case, it's kind of for showing up and even reading people's tweets. We're doing this because we really just want people to feel what it's like to experiment with these things. We want them to give us their feedback about how does it feel to be interacting with secret NFTs, with freedom and badges. Maybe it'll inspire people to create their own. That's what we're hoping happens. And we're happy to put our money where our mouth is and tell people, we think this is going to be really fun. Let's give you a little extra incentive to have fun with us. And in addition, as Clipart was saying, we have uh, roles that get linked on Discord to your Stash profile that you can win. There's Gems, which is our on-platform currency currently for Stash that can be redeemed for things like Mint costs. If you want to be a creator, uh, they can be redeemed for other things on platform very shortly. Again, more to come on that. But uh, excited to have a number of different things that you can unlock just for doing these Freedom Mint claims. Uh, we definitely encourage everybody who's listening, if you're not already, to join the Stash Discord, you can go to chat.s. Uh, let's see, stash.io. So chat.stash.io, but use two H's in Stash. And that's the Discord. You can come talk to the team there, talk to other collectors, talk to creators. That's going to be the home for Stash always. And that's definitely the home for the Stash of the Day. Uh, not competition, but just the stash of the day initiative. Come there. If you're having any problems at all, the team will help you out. If you're having issues creating, collecting, we've got you. And if you just want to meet other creators and collectors, they're all there. Um, so lots of incentives to do it. And of course, if you collect all 30, I'm pretty sure we're going to find ways to reward you for that. There's definitely uh, some roles to unlock, but probably more. And every single badge that you claim, of course, is an entry into uh, the stash of the day. So there's a little bit more to say about that, um, You know, just what, what it's going to take to qualify for the giveaway part of it. Before we get to that, I want to turn it over to MC Liquid because he's been helping out with a lot of artist recruitment, making sure we're featuring the best artists, not just on Secret, but everywhere in the ecosystem. Who who's participating and, and what is the response from artists been like when you've been trying to talk to them about stash of the day? Yeah, I think, I think um, it look, it's a fairly novel thing that we're doing. I, I haven't seen it in the market. Um, I mean, I think badges are, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, for one of the better term, I think the way we've been positioning it is um our badge is basically our version of a POAP, right? So I think that's, it's, it, it's, it's a challenge just dis describing, okay, what is it we're trying to do? You know, and I think because we're reaching outside of um, secret in, you know, not only in secret, but all the uh, Cosmos related projects, and then looking at, you know, even some of the bigger ecosystems like Ethereum and Solana, um, 
I mean, generally it's, it's a positive response, but a lot of it's, it's like, okay, we'll explain more. What does that mean? You know, what does that, what does that entail? So I think the way we've been positioning to them, Hey, look, it's basically, you know, uh, um, you know, featured artists of the day, right? So we're incentivizing people to engage with you um, by, you know, doing a certain action. And, you know, I've reached out, I, I was, I, I was actually focused broadly on projects. Um, but then I saw, you know what, actually the bigger opportunity is to get um is is also to to get very personal with with a lot of the the creators and the creators is is sort of a a a in itself sort of a broad term so what what does that mean so i mean there's art there's music and then this sort of mixed media so i think there's a lot of potential to really get people engaged um with creative assets whereas before uh, and I don't, I don't know what the mix is, but my feeling is that there's, there's a lot of people that were just really just, just minting to, to flip, right. You know, just, just like any other asset, you know, looking to, to, to get upside on it. Now in this market, I think we have an opportunity to really kind of grow that relationship, not only, you know, with, from us, from a platform perspective, but also with the creator and collectors, you know, people that just find value in, the things that they're collecting from these creators. So reaching out to them and then basically cross pollinating audiences. Hey, look, come out, you know, come uh, expose yourself to an audience, you know, on our platform, on our ecosystem and, you know, you know, learn, learn, learn about what we're doing, but, you know, we get to learn about you as an artist and, you know, it's, it's either side, there's, there's no cost to entry. There's no barrier to entry. So I think really getting people involved, and engage with a new way rather than a pay to play. And I, I, th I think, I, I think we'll, we'll find out, you know, in short order, you know, if, if we have something, but I think it's, it's compelling, you know, cause it's, it's not something that, um, you know, that's being done so far right now, especially now. And I think we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit in a little bit, um, uh, is what's, what's happening in the wider um, ecosystem, you know, in, in with NFTs in general, but, but I would say overall pretty good. I think we have some, some really interesting artists. Um, it's amazing when you start deep diving into a lot of these marketplaces, what's on offer, like a lot of it's, it's just boundless, you know, creative output. And it's so easy to get lost in the noise. And I think this is a great way to sort of bring people and put some into the forefront, you know, that that's hard to do on scale, but I think it's interesting at least to start that process and, and, and a, a curation, if you will, of what's out there. So excited to sort of, um, to, to bring those, those people that we're going to bring in from, from other places, um, onto the stash marketplace. But I would say broadly that that's who's participating and, um, Maybe casual shrimp. You, I, I thought. Well, we already touched on the Discord, uh, Twitter. Maybe a tour. We can sort of talk about um, the the broader ecosystem. Like what? I, I think this is an interesting topic that we can dig into for a little bit. Just to just to yeah. sort of with, meet with, our, a, with a note that we've got about fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. So I know we're sprinting yep. a little fast through some of this, and we always want to leave a little time for questions. The other thing I yep. want to make sure we get to. Uh, is the raccoons who've been sitting yeah. here patiently all day. So why don't why don't we actually turn for a second? We we can do that at the end of the space. Like if there's not a lot of questions as well, I would love to get into that with you and we can run a little over. But since we have the raccoons up here and since 
uh, you and Ollie helped them get online with their very first badge here for Stash of the Day. Um, let's talk about that. So raccoons, go ahead and tell us like what what was it like getting uh, getting your badge up here? What was the experience like? How are you liking it? Have you claimed your own badge yet? Yeah, so uh, we've already claimed our badges. We were waiting like 10 seconds before uh, the claim timer was ending. So we, everyone claimed, everyone in the team claimed their badge. And uh, yeah, it was pretty easy to actually like uh, provide our badge and like you guys made it pretty seamless. And maybe a, a few things that, that is pretty nice too is like we decided to to call it like a, a citizen of Ragville. And basically this came from the community itself. Like from the start, that was our goal to make sure that everyone can participate in the collection. And like, like they feel like it's they're part of a family or community. And I feel like uh, it actually worked. Like people feel like they're part of a family. And uh, like with this badge, like they were so, yeah, we're a citizen of Ragville. And I think it's also worth mentioning um, We've also been able, we've also been leveraging Stash for other type of things. We have like a collection where someone made music from us. So it's an NFT with music that we have on Stash as well. And we also have like an NFT collection that's for the community where people can just customize their uh, current NFT, just put their name on top of it. And this has been made possible via the community and with the little games that takes care of making the, the tap that we call. So I feel like the badge have a very big background and it was very, very easy to implement with the you guys team and stuff. So yeah, very happy to be there today and be actually like the first uh, badge of the day. It was, yeah, pretty nice. Awesome. Well, we're super thrilled to be helping you guys out again, the stash of the day live. And just in case, I think we're, we're, we're at that time where we usually restate the claim code as well. So if you haven't claimed the stash of the day yet today, there's still time. Click through to the links that are in the stash of the day blog post, but also you can claim today's secret spaces badge like you can all the time. So today's secret spaces badge, use the claim code stash of the day. Remember that stash has two H's. Stash of the day is the claim code for today's Secret Spaces badge. But if you want to claim the Raccoons badge, the 001 Stash of the Day badge, that does not require a claim code. I just want to warn you that it's going to expire after the first 24 hours, and then you'll never be able to claim it again. That's it. It's gone. You'll be able to claim badge number two, maybe badge number three. But if you don't get in there and claim the Raccoons badge sometime in the next, I think, about 22 hours now, uh, that badge is gone, never to be seen again. These are also non-transferable badges. They are soul-bound. So you can't go and decide later, you know what, I really like the raccoons. I, I'm just going to go get it from somebody else. No, that doesn't work. You got to like them now and you got to go claim it. And that way they'll know that you were OG supporters of the raccoons on this day one of Stash of the Day. And we will know that you were day one supporters of the Stash of the Day campaign. Uh, and you'll be the very first people who are getting their entries into this big giveaway. So we're super thrilled to be kicking that off. Super thrilled we got as many Stash folks up here on stage as possible. And with 10 minutes left in the space, uh, please uh, stick your hands up. Let's uh, get questions up here on stage. If you've got questions about Stash, Stash of the Day, raccoons, anything else, bring that up. Uh, at the very end of the space, we'll also leave a second so that we can hit you with some calls to action for Stash so that the raccoons can hit you with some calls to action for the raccoons. Um, 
while we're waiting for people to ask questions, though, I did have one last piece of alpha. It has been it has been teased. It has been promised. So here we go. We are here in the month of November working on Stash of the Day. It's going to run all month. Also in the month of November, we are finally, yes, finally opening permissionless minting. Anybody will be able to mint on Stash. To this point, creators have had to apply. We've been helping them. We've been handholding them. But now we're pretty sure, thanks to all the work of everybody you see up here on stage, we are pretty sure that things are awesome enough that anybody anywhere we're going to throw open the doors. You can come mint your own badges. That's right. So you can create your own collections, your own gumballs, your own auctions, and your own badges. Badges being really exciting. Anybody can create their own free to mint badges. So essentially anybody creating their own, uh, their own private POAPs, as it were. Uh, I think that's awesome. And I can't wait to see the kind of experimentation that comes out of this. Uh, we would love to feature artists who are using the platform in the most creative ways. And to this point, you know, that's been pretty tightly held, but no longer. Now, in the month of November, anybody is going to be able to mint whatever they want on Stash. And we not only want to be the best platform for collecting and curating your profile and discovering artists, we also want to be the best creator platform that exists in Web3 so that people can take advantage of all of these awesome privacy features. So with that said, I think that's pretty compelling, Alpha. Hopefully any artists who are listening or just any end user who's listening who wants to start experimenting with this stuff, hopefully this is compelling to you. Um, this does mean we're expecting a lot more content on the platform. It also means, yeah, well, usually when things like that happen, there's a little bit of a glut of content. It's harder to do things like curation. But don't worry, uh, we are thinking a lot about that. So it'll be interesting to see how, as we get more artists on the platform, creators on the platform, once every collector can be a creator with the launch of permissionless minting, it's going to be really fun to see how people start curating work on the platform, how people start discovering different artists, how people start setting up their profiles. It, it is planned to be a very social experience and it's all leveraging, again, the power of the layer one. Uh, everything that Secret Network gives you, building on that private by default foundation is essential to how Stash is architected as a platform. And we're super excited to take some of that stuff live. So that's also in November, a very exciting month for Stash and Secret more generally. So hopefully that was worth the 50-minute wait into this space to find out. But uh, yeah, you'll hear more about that extremely soon. Uh, also, you, sh you should not expect this to be on November 30th, right? We're not going to wait all month to do this. We kind of want this to go live as soon as possible. So stay tuned. And follow the Stash account. It's up here on stage. Uh, also, obviously, follow the Secret Network account because we're going to be sharing news from all over the ecosystem this month. We also mentioned, of course, that Shade Protocol, another dApp on Secret, had a big announcement today about ShadeSwap. Make sure you're checking out Shade. Uh, we'll be featuring them soon on Secret Spaces. I think they'll be a part of next week Secret Spaces, in fact, when we're also featuring the Stride team. So lots of S-related applications that we're going to be featuring here on Secret Spaces over the course of this month. Uh, so with that alpha leaked, uh, if there aren't any questions, I'm waiting for hands and I'm not seeing a ton of hands. So if there's not a ton of hands, uh, we can go back to what MC Global wanted to talk about, which is kind of the state of the overall NFT market before going and closing off. So yeah, we, we were about to get into it. I mean, we, we have seen a pretty massive correction from a price standpoint 
from an engagement standpoint, I do think, however, we're seeing a lot of green shoots from a lot of different ecosystems. And a lot of those green shoots is what we're trying to feature with Dash today. So what, what are your thoughts on that, MC? Yeah, look, I think it's a, it's a lot. It's it, it's a it's typical bear market behavior. People are just trying to find relevance when when, you know, overall volume, I mean, uh, is down specifically NFT volume down 98, 99 percent. So you're going to find a lot of these platforms really experimenting on the edges. Um, and, and I think that's good. It's good for everybody, right? So you have to find value new, new ways, you know, open C was well positioned, you know, having had the foresight to see that NFT was going to be a, a big boon and, and they've captured a lot of that value because they were first to market with that idea. Now, sort of their lunch is starting to get eaten, right? So you have all these other competing platforms and everybody's just sort of copy pasta, you know, different features and what have you. So you now have to figure out, okay, now what's what's the point of difference? What are we going to do? How can we add value? And I and I think that's um, tangibly, you know, tied to what we're doing with Stash of the Day. It's like how do we create value um, and stickiness and um, some kind of engagement that is, you know, not fundamentally, you know, a transaction. You know, so I think exploring those edges and what what that you know what that means for the end user, like how do we bring a little bit more meaning to to what we're doing? Not to sound too, you know, wishwashy about it, but I I think I think really if if you're providing a um, you know, good value, then that 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 long term is is not just growth from the platform, but it's value for everybody involved in it. So I don't know, Tor, maybe you have some thoughts on that. Well, also, if anybody else on stage has thoughts on that, because I feel like I've been holding the mic for quite a while. Or again, if anybody listening has thoughts on that, come on up here. Yeah, I, I tend to chunter on, so I, I'm, I'm careful to <laughs> self-moderate <laughs> too, man. I could, I could talk endlessly about it. I mean, it, I think it's a deeply fascinating topic. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, it's <clears throat> what I love about, <clears throat> excuse me, what I'll do, what I love about NFTs, if we've barely scratched the surface, you know, we started obviously, you know, just with a juggernaut of PFPs coming out the door. I think that that era is over um, now, you know, NFTs. I think I think a lot of generally people underappreciate the impact NFTs are going to have going forward, um, that that essentially anything can be an NFT. Great, fantastic, highly recommended podcast. Um, with Raul Powell and Punk6529, where they go into the rabbit hole of what I, I sort of had my big NFT moment this year, even though in the midst of my own project. Um, it, you know, it, it, if, if everybody remembers a Bitcoin moment, which then brought them into crypto and sort of all the alts and what have you. Um, what I love about that conversation is they really expand on the impact um, that NFTs will have. And, and, you know, the world, I think succinctly, the world is more non-fungible than fungible. So if you think about that's a great phrase, yes, yeah. I mean, it, it really is. And actually that's, that's kind of what we've talked about in, in the fungible token space. In fact, fungible tokens essentially become non-fungible on public by default blockchains because their entire history is public. So, you know, one Bitcoin does not really equal one other Bitcoin. If you can see that it's been associated with some sort of account that's been, uh, you know, sanctioned in the past, or if it's uh, one of the first mined Bitcoins, like these, these fungible, nominally fungible things really do have that kind of history. In fact, 
we've talked before on Secret Spaces about the link between privacy and fungibility. And it was a big topic on my podcast that I did with Charlie Lee, talking about the link between privacy and fungibility. So now we have uh, a different degree of programmability for privacy with non-fungible tokens, where we're saying, because they have private by default ownership, that adds a little bit of fungibility in a sense, uh, because if they're all minted and they're all privately owned and can always be transferred to a new account, breaking the link of ownership, you lose that piece of non-fungibility. Instead, the non-fungibility of the asset comes down to uh, how, how many exist, but also what's represented in the, in the private metadata, what, what could be inside of it that's private only to the owner. There's this additional degree. And, and I think that that actually starts to feel a lot more like our assets in the real world. They're scarce, uh, not only because only so many of them exist, but so many of them are in our house versus not in our house. Uh, the, the fact that you can own something privately in Web3 has not been uh, has not been something possible. And so we're really looking to explore that, not because we think it's some crazy new paradigm. It's because it's the way things work in the real world. And we want people to be able to do that, but have decentralization. So this sort of censorship and Caesarship resistance at the same time that you're having these privacy guarantees. That that excites me a lot. Yeah. One, one little, um, so yeah, one, one little thing I'd like to kind of call back to, to what we were talking about before was how there's kind of social elements inside of Stash as a marketplace. And and that's that's a really deliberate thing. And that calls back into this concept of uh, taking things from the real world online. So taking a marketplace online makes sense to have a social aspect because marketplaces are inherently social places. You know, you go there, there's other people, you trade with them, you talk to them. Um, when that goes online and you lose all of that, some fundamental aspect of it is lost. So like, I think that's a really, really good point. And it's something that we always try and like put at the center of, of what we're trying to do. For sure. I brought up Laura Mipsum up here. Did you have a question or did you want to just join the conversation? Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, Geek's team is here. Just wanted to express um, the love to uh, Secret Bages. Uh, our team is just super excited about this. And we've been promoting uh, Secret Bages to other outside communities. And we also have found a really nice use case for Secret Bages for our team. So we have a metaverse. Yeah. And uh, people come there and paint over the walls their murals, graffiti, and so on. And at some point of time, it's all covered up with those graffiti murals. And we decided to clean the location and to keep those beautiful murals. Some of them are really, really good. Uh, we are minting them for the, for the communities, for wider communities, so everyone could uh, claim them, keep them, like immortalize them. And it's really... Um, a matter of imagination, yeah. Uh, uh, different communities can use secret badges uh, to to make uh, their communities super special. Uh, that they can uh, share something like some uh, private information there, uh, some uh, things that are specific to uh, the communities. So yeah, it's a really really nice uh, tech that uh, you have come up with. So good job, team. Awesome. Well, thank you for the feedback. I mean, that's really great. And it was awesome to have you guys up here on Secret Spaces the other week talking about your metaverse. I think that was just an awesome look. And if people haven't listened to it, we do upload all of our Secret Spaces to the Secret YouTube and they can be listened to again here on Twitter. So go and check those out. I got one more speaker to bring up here on stage who's requesting. So let's do that. 
Go ahead, sir. Hey, I have a question. Um, thanks for thanks for bringing me up. I'm just a lowly kickboxer from Texas training. I'm right now. I'm training uh, for the first annual raccoon charity fight, but um, I did lose my eyes. So I have a eye patch in the uh, Bad Kids meme war, but I'm here, and I have a really important question. When will I be able to buy uh, or make an offer at least on unlisted NFTs? Because there's like some. There's a lot of raccoon NFTs that have never been listed since they've been minted. And man, they're beautiful and I want more of them. So I've been trying to like figure out how I can, you know, offer directly to that owner. And with the secret network, does that make it complicated? I know we've seen some developments on the Stargaze NFT marketplace where you can make an offer on a collection wide basis. But even there, they don't have um, the ability yet, anyways, to make an offer specifically on one. Um, well, I guess they do. You can make an offer on other things that you can see on there. But like I'm talking about on Stash, will we be able to make an offer on an unlisted NFT? Because, again, there's some raccoons that I really want. And oh, yeah. Right now. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, super good question. And, and something that's been talked about a lot as a high priority feature. When we were launching things like auctions, when we were launching things like badges, people were still asking about offers. Um, I think the best person to answer this might be Clipart or Badrick one of you yeah yeah yeah, sure um so basically offers are already done on the contract level uh how it will work is um um you make an offer uh and um the owner if he decides to accept your offer um you you have 24 hours to complete you as the offeree have 24 hours to complete the auction um in case of any shenanigans for instance if it's a game nft uh, and you do it and you do an offer um and the owner sees oh i have an offer for this okay let me try to gamble with this nft on the game and um, he fucks everything up uh and now he he accepts your offer um and that's why you have this 24-hour period to uh actually see if you still want the nft or not after making the offer um so we that's why it took a little bit longer to develop because we wanted to have this um, uh drawback in case of uh, uh, stuff like this happen so um, the contract level is done uh the ui part it's still in development um but uh, that's basically how offer is going to work for particular nfts for collections um i'm not actually sure if you have that uh coded on the contracts actually that Patrick, do you have that or uh, yeah so so what i have on the contract level at the moment is when somebody's creating an offer they can make uh, an offer for a set amount for any NFT in a specific collection, or they can make an offer for a list of specific token IDs, which you know obviously could just be one if they only want to make an offer on one token ID. Um, or they can make an offer for, like as an example, um, like let's say they wanted an Anon with a gas mask, they can make an offer for uh, any token in that collection that has a specific uh uh like trait attribute thing so 
pretty much all, all that would be available on day one once offers are 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 complete. Yes, yeah. it's fair to say that with offers, we kicked the idea around quite a bit and very quickly realized it was a lot more complicated than just sort of saying, uh, here's some secret for your NFT. Um, but it, it's a, it is a neat feature under the hood. Um, and as Tor says, it's, yeah. it's a priority for us to get that out next. Offers is also something that got us thinking a lot about like so many features on platform, all these social features, because really an offer is a form of social interaction where you need a notification from somebody who's receiving the offer. How do you receive that notification if you haven't logged into Stash for like 14 days or if you've never logged into Stash? Uh, you know, like we need a way for somebody to kind of receive that offer and that pulls them onto platform somehow. Somebody has to be incentivized to have something set up. So Stash also being a kind of social notification system for things revolving around non-fungible assets. Yeah, th this stuff is tricky. It it's not, it's yeah. not terribly straightforward, but I have to say that um, if the user demand is there, uh, the team is absolutely going to find a way to get it done. So it is coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've also got the, the additional fun of um, if you don't have an asset listed, uh, we don't know who you are because your ownership of the asset is private. So we need a way to drop a notification to you without revealing who you are. So, uh, yeah, that, that's been a, a fun challenge to solve. Sweet. Well, wonderful question. And I wish we had time for many, many more, uh, but we got to wrap it up. So we're seven minutes over. Thanks, everybody, for attending Secret Spaces. Really appreciate all the engagement. Again, remember, it is uh, not just the stash of the day running all November, but there's tons of DAP announcements on Secret coming all of November. Remember, Shade Protocol today releasing a lot more information around Shade Swap. They will be up here next week on Secret Spaces alongside the Stride team. So yes, the secret metaverse is growing and it was awesome to go through that today, but we also have a lot coming on the secret DeFi side to pay attention to. So keep coming back, keep supporting the teams, keep, keep claiming your secret spaces badges to show your support. And now, of course, you can also be claiming your stash of the day every single day. If you have a suggestion of an artist you want to see featured or a community or collection you want to see featured in the stash of the day, please tweet at stash app, tag stash app, tag that artist. All it ends up being is free promotion for that artist and collection. So, for example, if you love the bad kids and you want to see the bad kids uh, be part of the Stash of the Day program, you might want to tweet at Stash App and tag the bad kids and tag your favorite bad kids PFP holders and see if you can't build a campaign to get them featured. We've been doing a lot of outreach to people inside the secret ecosystem, artists we respect outside the ecosystem, but really it comes down to launching badges that the community wants to collect. So if this is something important to you, if there's collections you really love and you want to see them honored with their own stash of the day badge, let us know in the Discord, on Twitter, whatever you want. We've got a lot more coming, a lot more collections that we want to see featured. So please stay tuned. Come back tomorrow for the next stash of the day. We got them every day, all month. You can win your share of 10 grand and gems and rolls, everything else. Otherwise, see you next week here on Secret Spaces. One last thing, of course, I promise the raccoons, is there anything else you want to give uh, as a project announcement or a call to action while we still got people up here? Uh, not really, to be honest. I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to the community and uh, we wouldn't be there without you guys. And maybe uh, just one comment, uh, we've been using Stash to create a community collection and we're really happy to, to hear that you guys are going to enable the permissionless thing. 
So it's going to be much more easier for everyone uh, on Secret, Stash, uh, the Cosmos ecosystem to basically be on Stash. Fantastic. Um, I'd just like to say as well, I think that um, turning the murals into badges is one of the coolest use cases I've seen so far for badges. So yeah, uh, awesome work on that. I love it. The community is insanely creative. Please, please tell your friends, get them into the secret NFT ecosystem. There's so much being built, so many other NFT focused applications launching on the network to help build out this ecosystem. And there's a lot of crossover between the NFT ecosystem and the DeFi ecosystem. So stay tuned to see how projects like Sienna, Shade and more. Um, and also we did have uh, the secret DAO and Blizzard team up here the other week talking a bit about how they're using secret NFTs. So you can expect all of this to really uh, evolve a lot over the coming months. So please stay tuned, pay attention. And in the meantime, good luck collecting the stash of the day. And we will see you on next week's Secret Spaces. Thank you, everyone. Cool. Take care. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Secret Spaces featuring Stash App presenting Stash of the Day, recorded on Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funded the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of, uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an aw sound it's true. It really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's final, if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I Inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be ceasing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. Terror spaces.